Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. Happy Saturday night. The Hawks beat the Blues in St. Louis 5-3. Jackson Stauber wins his NHL debut, and the third line was carving up those pud wax from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Thanks for jumping on. We appreciate you being here as always. Make sure if you are on the YouTube there, you smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed as well. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you are following or subscribed there as well. We want to remind you before it sells out, our CHGO Blackhawks takeover is officially February 10th. Get on that. Tickets are on sale now. You can find the links at our Twitter account at CHGO underscore Blackhawks, of course, you can go to allchgo.com as well. You get a game ticket. You get our sweet new design CHGO hockey t-shirt. Drinks at the United Center's Goose Island Pub. 65 bucks for normies. 52 bucks if you are a diehard. That is a fantastic, fantastic deal. And that is why it is the fastest selling event in CHGO history. So make sure if you're on the fence, if you're thinking about going... You're going to want to do that, and now lock it up. You don't want to miss out on this fantastic event. We've got a poll question running right now on our YouTube page. It says, what did you enjoy most about beating the Blues, winning in St. Louis, chasing Jordan Jordan Bennington, or Jackson Stauber winning in his NHL debut? All three really good options. I tried to click all three. Yeah, and all of the above would be appropriate tonight, but uh, it's our poll, so we just gave the three options. Um... Ooh, that sounds like victory. Got to crack the victory uh, Blackhawks pale ale. I cracked it off the mic, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. Listen, wins in St. Louis are never a bad thing. They will never get old. Yeah. (laughs) Screw the St. Louis Blues. Everybody knows St. Louis blows as the old song goes. (laughs) So Jordan Bennington being a complete worthless suckwad, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Screw that guy. Yeah, regardless of result tonight, uh, chasing Bennington – was great. And look, anytime you beat the Blues, I don't care if you're, you know, trying to win a Stanley Cup or if you're trying to get the top overall pick. Anytime you get a win over the Blues, it's 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 a good way to uh to spend an evening. You know, we had pizza, beer, Blackhawks win against the Blues. Like this is a good Saturday yeah, night. I'm having night. I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Bennington uh stopped uh, 3 of 7 shots. Mm. How many water bottles did good he job, throw? Good job, dude. 
Yeah, that's how many diapers <laughs> he filled too tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Did he stop more pucks than diapers he filled? We'll never know. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it it is fun night, and and the Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars kicked a meaningless field goal. Yes, we win money tonight. So it's been appreciate. A good night. Uh, it's been a very good night. Blair Patterson, I think. Riley Patterson, sure, the sure. Jacksonville kicker. You could have named any. You could have said any two <laughs> names, and I would have said yes. That's definitely the Jacksonville Jaguars kicker. Riley Patterson, yeah, definitely helped me uh, cover that Jags bet. Loved it. Well, we'll have our draft pick kings pick of the week coming up later in the show today as well. So you've got that to look forward to. We'll also update the tank standings and give a couple spins, maybe, of the uh, tankathon wheel to see where we stand. But look. Uh, this team, throughout this stretch, has been powered by the bottom six. Yeah. And Seth Jones, who continues his point streak, uh, he had a what he and I think I'll end up with one assist in this one. Yes. Um, but just a really solid game all around. A three-point night from Jason Dickinson, <laughs> a two-point night from Sam Lafferty. Reese Johnson scores again. Two in a row. Especially Lafferty with five shots on goal and five hits. Yeah. That dude was flying. Everywhere. And if he could even look, he's never going to be a top end scorer, but he's got top end speed. If he could just be an average shooting percentage guy, you're looking at a 20, 25 point guy. That'd be nice. Yeah. I think he could get there anyway. Probably. But, but for sure he's, he, he cooled off after his you know career, career best start earlier this season. But uh, it's, it's good to see him have a game like that tonight. Um, there, you know, there, there have been some nights where he's been invisible. And when he got here last season, we were, you know, he, Sam Lafferty was the defu- de facto fourth star every night. <laughs> Not the defacto. That's Jordan Binnington. <laughs> Not the defunct, <laughs> the de facto uh, fourth star of the night. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he definitely made his presence known early last season. Uh, I think expectations were a little bit higher for him this season to kind of continue that. And uh, good for him to kind of get back into the swing of things with a game like tonight, for sure. That third line has been tremendous and and Athanasiu scoring yeah. too like a snipe it was it was we we joked if <laughs> trying to give give Steven a heart attack here with our graphics we said can you put all six <laughs> of the bottom six forwards into a into a pitcher and uh but uh but yeah they 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 played well tonight they they showed up and look sometimes you're gonna get uh the benefit of games where you know you get two goals on your first two shots after being outshot 11 to nothing like yep Hockey works that way sometimes. Yep. I did I not say that though. You did. You absolutely did. We were did. watching the game in the first period. <laughs> it was ten nothing shots in favor of St. Louis. I said, "Watch, Blackhawks going to score in their first shot of the game." And like thirty <laughs> seconds later, I was like, "There it is." I, I, there it is. Yeah, we were having we because <laughs> hockey is stupid. Yep. And you can get absolutely dominated for ten minutes and lead two to nothing because the other goalie completely sucks. Hey. And that's what we saw tonight. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, it was good. I mean, early on, you can kind of, if we really want to take a look at the first period, might have been good for Jackson Stauber to just get in the game, get some action 100%. right away. I don't think the Hawks were trying to do that. It looked like they were. <laughs> uh, but Jackson Stauber was very active early and just really impressive. I mean, I was sort of surprised that he even got a start. I know back-to-backs, so if you're going to do it, this is the time. This would but be the time to do it. It had that feel of we're only going to play this guy if necessary, but I was happy to see him get in there. Why the hell not, mm-hmm. right? He was great. He was really, really good. Yeah, good and for to have him. his his family there watching everything. Yeah, really cool moment. Was, yeah, I, get, I, getting a, uh, your first win and your first start, and uh, probably a game you never expected you'd have this season. He he came into the year as Rockford's backup. 
Yeah. And now he's here. He's got one win in the NHL. Like, hey, good for him. Undefeated in his career. He's one never for lost one in the NHL. One for one. Yep. Tire uh, on top. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I thought Arvid Soderbloom came back from injury and started for Rockford last night. So I thought, ooh, okay, maybe they're going to give him this game Friday, and they'll call him up so he could start Sunday's game. But then they said, nope, we're going to give Jackson a start here tonight. Yeah. Uh, which, hey, good stuff. And he, he played great. They got him out right off the bat. Like that first shift, the Blues came coming. And I think that was good, as you mentioned it, Jay. I, I've talked to a lot of young goalies, just goalies in general. And every time I've asked a question like, hey, you had to face – you know, haven't covered a lot of Ice Hogs games in my career. Haven't faced 47 <laughs> shots tonight. Yeah. How was that? And to a T, mm-hmm. every goalie I've ever talked to in a post-game locker room has always said, I like facing a lot of shots, especially early, because it gets you in the game. Yeah. Case in point, Jordan Bennington sat there and just watched the game for 10 minutes. First shot he gets, gets by him. Second shot he gets, gets by him. So, you know, it, it there's... Having to face some tough shots early, especially in your first game in the NHL, that probably got rid of the nerves. Where like he was like, "Oh, okay, this is just any other hockey game I've been sure. in. Let's go, yeah. let's do this." Whereas if he stood there for ten minutes waiting for that first shot, oh. he probably would have duffed that first one, being like, "Oh crap, here it comes!" Well, and the nerves just start piling up, exactly. and you're you know yeah. you're kind of getting oh, yeah, that first tough save yeah. out of the way. Thirty seconds into the game was probably the best thing that happened yeah. to him tonight. Eight seconds. <laughs> the yeah. first shot he faced was eight seconds. Yeah. Like it Wait, was fast. Get it out of the way, man. He yeah. Probably, hey, maybe the Hawks were like, "We're gonna do this. We're just gonna let him come right down and shoot, so you can get <laughs> into the game." It's always cool to see. Also, you know, the the young goalie makes his debut, or any young player, and the parents are there to watch it. And they showed his mom in the crowd getting a little choked up when the game ended. Um, it was cool very moment. cool. It's just a cool moment, and I will say, for like a season that's been is not great on the ice. There's been a lot of cool moments for us to talk about this year. Yeah. yeah. From, you know, host night to all the other things. And this is just another one, you know, Jackson Stauber uh, winning his NHL debut game. I think you said first to do that since Colin Delia. Yeah, the, the, right? they put the stat up on the uh, uh, at the end of the game there. Uh, Colin Delia was the last goalie to win uh, for the Blackhawks to win in their uh, NHL debut. So. There's some uh, some extra history there for uh, uh, Mr. Stauber. That's cool. Yeah, it, w- it was a fun night. We got some super chats to get to, which we're going to here in a moment. Um, appreciate everybody being here. We got one from Thomas who says, always great to see the Blues fall flat on their face. Absolutely. And a couple of people asking about, like, Stauber in the future – it, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. I mean, look. He had a, he had a great game. One game, but terrific. He started this year as – Rockford's backup. Like, yeah. that's... He's yeah. behind Arvid Soderbloom. He is behind Drew Camesso, who's not even a pro yet on, on the organizational organizational depth chat, pulling, uh, channeling my inner Bob Pulford there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I you could even argue that Mitchell Weeks has jumped Stauber because he's been really good this year. Yeah. He was supposed to start this year, and he did in the ECHL, but with all the, you know, Soderbloom having to come up to the NHL and then him getting injured, and then he's been the Ice Hogs' best goalie this year. Yeah. And he's been really good. So that's a guy where Stauber Weeks are probably neck and neck mm-hmm. on, on the chart. I would put him three on, in the prospect pyramid of goaltending uh, prospects right now. I don't think he's... 
you know, I don't think Kyle Davidson looks at him and goes, oh, we have found our goalie of the future. <laughs> it is an embarrassment of riches and goal for the Blackhawks, finally. Right. Like, I, I just think that he's a nice, solid prospect. He hasn't been great in the AHL this year. No, he, he hasn't. He struggled no. in his first season. He dealt with an injury, too. Uh, I don't know if it was a concussion or an eye injury. He took a shot. To it was, mask. yeah, it was a, it was a something. I think it was something because of he got a puck. Like, yeah, he took a puck in the got, eye hole. Yeah, it got jab, like yeah. jammed into the, his mask. So he, his save percentage in twelve games in the AHL is below nine hundred. So not great. He's it's like Jordan Benning. Right yeah. So like, <laughs> if he would, if he was down in the AHL and he's got like a ninety-two save percentage and. You know, GA of two something. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, this kid's coming out of nowhere. This is a guy that was really good in his first NHL start, but I'm not ready to anoint yeah. him as the, the yeah. Blackhawks goaltender of the future. Exactly. Yeah. I got another $5 super chat here from KR CHI Sports says Jordan Pennington and the Giants had a lot in common tonight. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, they both roll it yeah, right the, down their legs. Yeah, Just the, how <laughs> you feel about the Rangers. That's me with the Giants. It's a New York team. Score. Yeah, I hate I, all New York. Teams. I don't hate the Rangers, but the Giants—they can lose every game for all I care. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I they I don't like any team from New York. The only team from New York that I could tolerate are the Islanders for some reason. I don't know why. Because they don't uh, identify with the New York City maybe, vibe, or maybe it's just the fact that like outside of like the first four years of my life, they've been harmless. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not true. old enough to remember them winning those Stanley Cups and dominant. I was alive, but not. That's like right. Yeah, coherent. we just missed that era. Yeah, like people talk about Mike Bossy. Mike Bossy was an amazing player. But I, but I have I no recollection of him I as mean, a player at all. I didn't and really start Dennis paying to hockey. And all those guys. Like my earliest memories of hockey are probably like '87, '88, going with my dad to the stadium. So that was yeah. right after. I remember the Gretzky Oilers. But not those Islanders teams. So the Islanders are really the only New York team that doesn't bother me. I don't hate the Jets per se because again, they're kind of they're Jersey. harmless. They don't they don't they're a punchline. They don't do anything. Like yeah. they're never a threat to anything. So, but yeah, Giants are from New York. Good. I'm glad they lost. All right, let's update sure. the poll right now. What did you enjoy most about beating the Blues? Nineteen uh, percent of you say winning in St. Louis. Thirty-four percent of you say chasing Jordan Bennington, and forty-seven percent say Jackson Stauber. Winning in his debut, nice. you can keep voting. Well, don't keep voting, but vote. Make sure you vote, <laughs> and make sure you smash that like button as well. The other thing about this game, Hawks were physical and feisty, mm-hmm. and uh, not to go three Fs here, but finishing checks a lot. Like This game had a different feel to it than a lot of the Hawks games this year, and I don't know if it's just playing against a rival sort of a thing. The Blues play that brand of hockey, so you kind of either have to engage or just have them steamroll you. Right. But a lot of guys, I saw Seth Jones, you know, putting multiple checks on, swaying the cross check now and again. That's not a guy who you usually see get worked up in a game, you know, pissed. And, and he plays physically when he has to, mm-hmm. you know, out of necessity. But I wouldn't call him a physical player. Tonight, everybody, with the exception of a couple guys, which we'll get to here in a minute, um, everyone's really engaged in this game and, and physical. And they looked, although they started slow, they looked ready to go mm. from jump. Yeah, and we saw Isaac Phillips uh, get into his first uh, NHL fight. Kudos to him. Um, he he lost it, but he got Have into it, one. which is fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, this was this is a, a Blackhawks team that's that's feeling pretty good about themselves. Outside of we talked about it uh, last show. Outside of the first period against Seattle, I mean, they've been playing really well in these last six seven games. 
So this is a, this is a Blackhawks team that's built up some confidence. They've built up some wins. Um, and when you're doing that, it makes it a little bit easier to gear up for a game that you know is going to be physical against a Blues team who they're fighting for their their playoff lives. And, um, yeah, I, I the Blackhawks, they, they were up to the task for it. This is a, a team built uh, to be able to, to play a physical game, not necessarily meaning you have a bunch of Ryan Reeves out there, but you have guys that are going to give you the energy – 100% effort, go into the corners, go, into go, go in and, and challenge in board battles. Um, and, and they did that. And, and look, sometimes, you know, sometimes a team can outplay you, but if you, if you outwork them or you match their, their level, sometimes bounces go your way. And I think we saw that in this game where uh, the Blackhawks were, were able to you know, match the level of the Blues, not back down from them, and uh, come away with, with you know, some, 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 fortunate, uh, some fortunate luck. Yeah, Luke Richardson talked about it in the morning after morning skate this today that like hey, the team's feeling good. Like winning is contagious. That feeling in the locker room after a win, you want to do that every night and according to to Ben Pope that the, you know as you said the the locker room was a party. Party in the locker after room. The game. So, you know, hey, there's no good places to party in St. Louis, so why not just do it in the road locker room, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's too late to get some toasted ravioli or whatever the hell they sell down there and, uh that's it. That's her delicacy. I can go to the jewels and get a bag of that and throw it in my air fryer, and it's the same thing. Yeah. I should be able to air fry your top cuisine. Vertically sliced bagels. <laughs> yeah, they're just, it's just a weird, random weird shit they do down there with city. their food. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the winning is contagious, and yeah, they were, they were physical. They played St. Louis-style hockey, and going into this game tonight, the weirdest stat I saw the St. Louis Blues are 31st in the league in penalty minutes. They are the second least penalized team in all of hockey right now. And that is so, that's the face I made when I read uh, that yeah. stat. That is it's such surprising. a weird stat considering just the Blues' long history of being pudwacks on skates. Yeah. And their coach was a pudwack when he played. He was, you Already. know, he was a <laughs> pudwax. He was a knuckle together. dragger, typical enforcer back in the day. He even had the mullet. Craig Berube was did not have a long NHL career because he could skate around guys and score goals. Yeah, he went out there because he hit people and and you know protected his star players. The fact that they get just over six minutes of penalties a night is just bizarre. Craig Berube, impressive. One thousand fifty four NHL games, one hundred fifty nine points, minus eighty one, three thousand one hundred forty nine penalty minutes. There you go. Perfect. Perfect coach that for the St. Louis Blues yep. organization. But it's just strange. I mean, I, I know their roster isn't made up of a lot of the guys you would typically see in a Blues uniform. They don't have not too many meatheads anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, they still have a few, but not like they used to. And, and I know they've got a lot of players uh, out. You know, having Rob Portuzo out for a long period of time is going <laughs> to affect the penalty oh, minutes. Yeah, it'll have that effect. Uh, but, yeah, and... Listen, the Hawks, they caught the Blues at a good time. No Tarasenko, no O'Reilly. Yeah. But they still got outplayed for most of that game. Oh, definitely. It, I mean, 
we're not going to spoil who the king of the game is, even though you could probably figure it out. But I, <laughs> I literally campaigned to make Jordan Bennington the king of the game. I said, hey, can we make an opposing <laughs> player the king of the game? Because Jordan Bennington's one of the biggest reasons the Blackhawks won tonight. Yeah, if not the yeah, best, probably reason. the yeah, primary Tom, reason. Thomas Grice came in and and pretty shut good. shut things down pretty well. Yeah. If you're a Fenwick person, uh, the Blues had a 62.75 Fenwick advantage in this one. So that's, that's in Boston, right? <laughs> no, Fenwick. Yeah. I think they're a high school. In I think Oak you're Park. thinking of Fenway oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. High School yeah. in Oak Park. Yeah, uh, uh, high danger chances for 68.75 in favor of the Blues. Yeah, so basically, the Blues had 63 yeah. percent of the shot attempts tonight. High danger chances, 11 to five for the Blues. Yeah, so, so, yes, this is a this typical Blackhawks game, but the other goalie uh, the other pooped goalie, himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you just look at – you erase the goals for and against on that stat line, and you just read those stat lines across, you would be like, wow, the Blues must have won this game 6-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but one, goalie, they, one goalie played well, one goalie didn't. They, they probably did should have. I mean, look, and it's, it's great to see uh, – I don't want to take anything away from what the Hawks did in this game either. I'm not trying to – like, well, they don't deserve it. Look, they, they won. They played their asses off. The third line especially was great. Uh, yeah, Bennington was bad, but Sam Lafferty and Jason Dickinson and Athanasiu created those chances. They beat their defenders. They got open. They made the nice shot. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not trying to take anything away, but there's no, there's no – I guess what I'm trying to say is nothing we've seen over the last, you know, 10 games or so – despite the outcomes, indicates to me that this team is suddenly going to have this big upswing. No. They're just getting some of the bounces that they didn't earlier in the year. There were quite a few games in October and November where you could argue they should have won that game. Yeah. But they just couldn't get that extra goal, and now they're winning games that they probably shouldn't. So over the course of an 82-game season, hockey teams usually end up exactly where they're supposed to. Yes. You're going to have these 10-game stretches where you play better than you than you are. You're going to have 10-game stretches where you play a lot worse than you are. And then the rest of the season, you are who you are. And uh, KRCHI Sports says, Barubi spent two days of his life in the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks for doing that that's, math. That's great. <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, and Lebowski reminding everybody, Connor Bedard has 48 goals in 40 total games this year. Yeah. Uh, another 10-shot night today. I, I do want to give a little stick tap to friend of the program, um, Ben Pope, for just uh, – giving a little yeah. jab yeah. Uh, on his uh, one of his tweets during tonight's games was, so what's the playoff picture looking like? I was like, oh, yeah. you you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they win six of their next seven over the next over course, the of, you know... We're, we're going to a Stanley Cup yeah. parade here in a few months. We'll get the route planned out. Yeah, no, it's... Build that Luke Richardson statue. Yeah. That would be, yeah. <laughs> hey, if, there's a, if there would ever be a reason to do it, this team, it's not going to happen. Don't worry. No, we won't even we won't even entertain. Hey, if the Canucks no, can can build a statue of a guy that waved a towel complaining to the referees, <laughs> we can build a statue of Luke Richardson for sniffing five hundred with this team. There you go. Exactly. That works. All right, we got to pay Speaking some bills, Canucks, but we got some uh, some less pleasant stuff to talk about uh, about this game on the other side. We also have a bunch of people asking about Max Domi and his trade value, so we'll get to that as well as the show goes on. But first. Where can I get a hog's banana hammock? <laughs> Good thing you asked. 
The if you don't want to borrow one of mine, mine <laughs> I can send you to the place to get one of your own. I guess I'll get my own this time. <laughs> I gave it a test run. I like it. Yes, banana hammocks and everything else officially <laughs> licensed can be found at our friends at FOCO. You've already got the best coverage of your favorite teams right here at CHO. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has got you covered from the United Center to your living room, north or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, banana hammocks, and everything in between. Get decked out like Sam Lafferty from the apparel with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the hockey fan in your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies that fight that Lake Michigan breeze and that that cold, what do they call it, the wind chill effect? Yep. Uh, that's coming. <laughs> We've oh, had yeah. a very mild winter. It's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So check out FOCO.com. That's F-O-C-O.com. Or click in the link in the description below. And use the promo code CHGO, and you'll get 10% off all non-presale items. So check them out, F-O-C-O-F-O-C-O.com. And if you want to do some good for your immune system, your gut health, and your energy after you purchase your, well... <laughs> oh, not the goose? Maybe later tonight. Right. After you purchase your great items from FOCO... Go over to our friends at Athletic Greens and find yourself some of their AG1 formula, which is designed to do just that. Improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. In just one scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start or end your day right. And if you have different dietary restrictions, whether it's uh, following a gluten-free diet or dairy-free or you've decided to go keto or vegan or whatever, uh, with AG1, you're able to incorporate it into those diets, into your life. And uh, it's just a small one today habit with big benefits, so really easy to do. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash chgoblackhawks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash chgoblackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I heard our buddy uh, Charlie the Bacon Guy on the uh, Bless My Bacon podcast today. That sounds and he was like talking a good about podcast. the bacon diet. Is I need to know what you, this is. I've been you just eat for forty three years. <laughs> <laughs> you just eat a lot of bacon. I think maybe you eat only bacon. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. I can. Uh, if you remember the movie Grumpier Old Men, that's what Burgess Meredith said: yeah. "Bacon a whole damn plateful." Okay. And I usually <laughs> drink my dinner. Yeah. That's how he lived to be so long, uh, so old. Kayla with the four ninety nine super chat. Thank you, Kayla. She said, I actually like the Hawks winning right now. Yeah, and they should continue winning. No. Uh, you're half right, Kayla. Thank you for that. Uh, winning right hey. now is fine. <laughs> continuing is... Yeah. Let's uh, pump the brakes on the extended winning streak here if we can. Fan any way you want to fan, but let's get some losses piled up here eventually. Yes. Also, I haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. Lebowski5 in the chat, a few up there, says, uh, I like Andrew Crystal as the Blackhawks' second-round pick in the first round. I will tell you that I know for a fact that the Blackhawks very much like Andrew Crystal. Is it someone they are watching yeah. heavily? 
Yeah. So that is He's an eye to keep radar. an eye on. Not for the top five or anything like that, but as the first round goes, you know, it might be he's, someone if they get to the middle of the first round, they might have to trade up to get or something. Yeah, but. he's he's been climbing up some of the some of the uh, the draft rankings. I've I've seen a few updated uh, mock drafts and, and and rankings recently that had him around the the middle of the first round, which would be, uh, hey, I mean, the Blackhawks could potentially. We were talking about it, you know, during the game. They could potentially come away from the trade deadline if if they go full fire sale. They could potentially come away with having four first round yeah. picks. Could use some of that as currency to go get a guy you they want. Could do that, well, or, it, or or one yeah. of them could land in that range. You know, depending well, on who you who you trade with. By the way, if you for, if you're some sort of hockey noob and have never heard of Andrew Crystal, uh, he, <laughs> in 36 Crystal. games this year with the uh, Kelowna Rockets, he has 62 points, Pretty 26 good. goals, 36 assists, 62 points in 36 games. Former teammate of uh, Colton Duck. Yeah, so uh, a name to keep an eye on. As the draft approaches, and your your point's good about look if if they do end up with three or four first round picks, they've already got two. Mm-hmm. Let's say they they somehow get the fourth overall pick in the draft lottery. No one's trading Bedard. It's not happening. Whoever gets the first pick is taking Connor Bedard. But if you were to say, "Hey, we're going to give you four and eighteen and a second for two. That's why you get assets. You might. Yeah. That's why draft capital is so valuable. Yeah, teams might entertain that. Right. And as we were also talking about before the game started, uh, hey, look, the Carolina Hurricanes just mm. cleared up $7 million of cap space with, un- unfortunately, Max Pacioretty yeah. uh, oh, blowing year. out his Achilles again. Just the what, same four, one, too, same right? One, just oh. four games after returning. Just your heart breaks for a guy like Max Pacioretty. Just you could tell. He knew exactly what it was, and you could just tell that he was just so heartbroken and disappointed. Uh, but in the all reality, yeah, you feel bad for Max Pacioretty, but now all of a sudden, the Hurricanes, they've got some cap space and they yep. got a hole to fill, so don't don't rule them out as maybe jumping into the Patrick Kane sweepstakes. A winger who can score. That's what they're looking for, and hey, if, if the Her- Carolina Hurricanes come to me and say, I'll give you our first-round pick in Jack Jury, Done. Done and oh my done. God. That'd be Absolutely. Nice. That'd be nice. Because that would that's the perfect type. Jack Jury is that type of player we were talking about the other night that they eventually have to start getting. That's like I'm not saying he's as good as Tage Thompson. He won't be, but that's he's that NHL already. If 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 Jack Jury was on twenty one other NHL teams, he'd be uh, he'd be in a Playing. he'd be in a middle six in the NHL right now, but he's just yeah. blocked because so what, what do you think his ceiling is? I think Jack Drury has lightened up the AHL by any means. He's a no, good scorer, but, but he's not like, like I got to watch him a lot covering the Wolves and and that that Calder Cup run. He was a big piece of that. He's not the guy that necessarily scores a lot of goals, but he's the guy that just puts in the work and does all the little things. Like he, I'm trying to think of a good comp from like the Hawks run. I mean, he's not going to be a Patrick Sharp by any means or anything like that, but he's going to be. You know what? I do have a good comparison for him. He could be Dave Bolin. Okay. Because he plays with an edge. Mm-hmm. He's got a little nastiness. If you talk to him, you'd have no idea. Like I would always get amazed that I would that I would be at a Wolves game where he had a goal and assist and like eight penalty minutes because he was always jumping into the middle of something. And I'd be surprised I'd be shocked that it's the same kid that 
like was punching some dude's face in is this nice, <laughs> well-spoken kid, calm as can be. But yeah, he could be a Dave Bowen type where if he's on a talented team, he's going to be the guy that does all the dirty work, but gets a little bit of the glory too. Yeah. Uh, so he is uh, the son of Chris Drury, by the way, if you didn't know that. Nephew. Uh, oh, nephew. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, Little League World Series hero, Chris yes. Drury. Ted Drury is his dad. That's right. Uh, 5'11", 174. He's 22 years old. He's a center. Uh, he's actually played more games in Carolina this year than with the Wolves. 21 games, only two assists. But again, young player, just like Lucas Reichel. He's playing on the free, time. But he's also probably uh, playing on the fourth line. Buried, line right. Buried you know? in the lineup. In yeah. 17 games with the Wolves, he's got 11 points in 15 penalty minutes. So, um, yeah, Carolina is definitely a team to look out for because... That's a team that if they're going to win a cup, it's got to be pretty soon. Yeah, the window's not going to be open forever. Right. But it's, and it's been open for yeah, a few and, seasons and they're, now. They're going to be desperate at this point. They're really good, too. And if they but want... Losing Pat is tough. That's, yeah, that's and a big if, loss. And if they don't want to pay up for potentially Patrick Kane, uh, maybe they want to get Max Domi back. Sure. It's a, a, at a little bit of a cheaper price, but the way that Domi's been playing, maybe not that much cheaper. Yeah, uh, that that could be an option for them as well. They could get both Patrick Kane and I mean, because it <laughs> really, guess, if you think yeah. about it, if they're if they're get it, they'll probably have the cap space. If the Hawks maybe take something back you to retain, make it you can get both. If you, yeah, if you if you take yeah. if you take a contract back and then you retain half of Kane, the, that money would work. Take Jake Gardner's contract back. Sure, sure. That, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's it's uh, th- there's so many opportunities that haven't even really dawned on us yet. You know. Mm-hmm. As, as the weeks go on here and up to the March 3rd trade deadline, we'll probably hear a little, some more specifics. But, I mean, they Kyle Davidson should be open to everything. I think he is. He's proven that. Yeah. He's traded, you know, Alex DeBrinkett. He's traded Kirby Doc. He traded Brandon Hagel. We know he's got the balls to make moves. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I, I always wonder, you know, and maybe this is something we could ask him over the summer. You know, as a first-year GM, like, how do you – and Norm McIver is probably hugely valuable in this, but like getting to know other GMs and and gaining their trust and and those you know knowing that they're not going to trade you damaged goods or a problematic player or something like that. That's the sort of thing that I think maybe we overlook when we evaluate Kyle Davidson. Is how are his contacts around the league? Now the last guy was the was with the Hawks for like twenty years and traded with like three teams. Right. Columbus, Arizona, Columbus, Arizona, and Carolina. Uh, and Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's really all he he ever Florida did. Florida from time Florida to time for a little while. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it doesn't matter, but I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, I'm 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 really interested to see like what kind of how creative Davidson get, can get here to mm-hmm. get assets because again, even if they have the worst record in the league, which is still a possibility, obviously, they're still at the mercy of the ping pong balls. Right. And if they don't land Bedard and the things don't spin out right. They, the more assets they can accrue, especially in this draft, which you said last show, Mario, like it's this draft is is generational, not just because of Connor Bedard, but there's three or four players that would be number one overall picks in a typical NHL draft. Not to mention, you said that second round picks this year are like mid first round picks in a normal year. Yeah. It's a really heavy and stacked draft. It's a it's a really deep draft and and I would I on that note I would uh, definitely encourage people um, who who haven't seen uh, haven't come across it yet um, definitely check out uh, Scott Powers' latest uh, piece on the Athletic he talked with uh, the Blackhawks director of amateur scouting uh, Mike Donahue I believe I'm saying that correctly 
really, really in-depth uh, discussion. Not too in-depth, obviously not not pulling back the curtain fully on the Blackhawks' plans, but uh, talking with 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 him about you know their their plans for the draft and their expectations and what they're looking for and things like that. And um, that was that was a, a major point in 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 what Donnie was saying is basically the top four guys in this draft could go first overall in many other drafts on their own. So it's, it's, it's not like there is only one first overall player quality player in this draft. There's, there's at least four. And a lot of the guys in the, in, in, you know, the 10 players after those first four are probably going to be, you know, a lot like we look at the, the 2019 draft class already where you look at Zegras and Caulfield and Byram and all these guys that that came through that draft class, uh, I believe Dylan Cous- Dylan Cousins was yeah. in that class as well. You look at all those guys and you're like, man, like you know, you you can de- you can debate how the top twelve, top fifteen would have been redrafted already. Uh, and I, I think the general consensus amongst uh, NHL teams is that this this class is going to have that kind of effect, where the top fifteen picks, maybe outside of Connor Bedard, you could redra- you could redraft, and it could, could be completely different in three years, which is. An important distinction because I think a lot of the times where we get where we see people getting into the Bedard or bus mentality, he is not the lone reason that Kyle Davidson said, This is the year I'm trying to get as many draft picks as I can. Right. It's not just because of Connor Bedard. He's the biggest reason, but he's not the only reason. But if you get four first round picks this year, right. which is a legit possibility. Even if number one, your first pick is four, or God forbid five, you're still going to get, you know, obviously four first round quality picks. You still got second rounders. You can get potentially five or six first round like talent level players in a single draft. Yeah, and honestly, by the end of June, Lucas Reichel could be like outside your top five prospects easily. Mm-hmm. Oh. And yeah. then project two, three, four years down the road. And I think if you start, if we start looking at it that way, instead of it's got to be Bedard, it's got to be Bedard, it's got to be Bedard. Bedard is great. Mm-hmm. That is the ultimate. Hell yes. Jumpstart on a rebuild. We've got the star player for the next generation. Of course, that's no ideal. Argument from us. But my God, if you get, you know, four to six players in the, in the first two rounds of this draft you have almost completely restocked your prospect pool. I mean, just look yeah. at it this way. Even if they make no trades over the next two years, you've got seven first-round picks in yeah. Kyle Davidson's first three drafts. Yep. At least. That's big. That's big. That's how you do this. That's how now it's a completely other thing. The development is a completely other ish, another issue. But – Getting that many guys, getting that many bites at the apple, that's how you do this correctly. Is you you just you load up with as much top end talent as you could possibly get and go from there. Mm-hmm. We'll see over time if the development of these prospects is where it should be. I'm encouraged yeah. so far, but time will tell. The jury's you know, you gotta give that time to marinate and, and play out. But we'll start seeing it in another year or two when some of these guys hopefully start pushing for NHL spots. 
um, you know, yeah. when Korchinski's ready to play here, Nazar, that first group of of, of D- Davidson picks, but even guys from the last couple of draft class from He Who Shall Not Be Named, mm-hmm. um, you know, those guys are going to start challenging. So drafting is first, development is next. So yeah. now, you know, these are things to keep tracking over the next couple of years, but yeah. it's off to a very good start. This, okay, this year was... Sorry, I'll just finish this. Yep. This this year was a uh, development. A lot of attention was paid to guys like Kurashev and Isaac Phillips and Lucas Reichel. Next year, there's going to be maybe almost a dozen young players that you're really going to look at and see their development because they're going to start coming into the to the Ice Hogs and 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 really get to the pro ranks. Like there's there's some college guys that could come out. There's a couple a couple players and juniors that are going to age out and and become yeah. and come to the next uh, level. And then, yeah, I think then you're going to get, like, Korchinski and Del Mastro and Allen and those guys uh, in the next year or two playing pro hockey. And then we're really going to see where the development comes because those guys are definitely on the prospect radar, and they're trending upwards for sure. Uh, We see your super chats. We're going to get to them. But our buddy Bijan asked a really great question. Would you trade four first-round picks for Connor Bedard? Yes. Yes. So let's look at the <laughs> would, look would at a the, team trade Connor Bedard for first for four for four first round picks? Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, well, let's look I at this. Know. Let's dissect this. So twenty fifteen is the Connor McDavid draft. Right. Number one, no question about it. So let's give the Hawks the fourth pick. Nightmare scenario in this draft. Is that Marner? Mitch Marner. Okay. Okay. Now let's say they get a mid, another one uh middle of the middle of the first round, top middle. Miko Ranson in a ten. Matthew Barzal at 16, Kyle Connor at 17. Uh, you go down, Brock Besser at 23, Jack Roslovic at 25. Like, would you trade four of those guys for Connor McDavid? Yeah, but if I had all four of those guys on my team, I wouldn't need Connor McDavid. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. that's the question is. But, but yes, would you. In a stacked draft, like this one was even number two was Jack Eichel, number three, Dylan Strom. If you, yeah, if you, if you were a team that somehow held the fourth. 10th and 17th picks and you went to Edmonton and said we'll give you those three or or four or whatever picks for number one could Edmonton come away with Marner Rantanen and they'd be a better team if they had them yeah true Uh, yeah probably they still need help on defense and a goaltender, right. but they'd have those guys. Yeah, you would have hoped that one of those first <laughs> four picks, they would have taken a defense. Maybe, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Noah That's, Hannafin that, went fifth. Uh, Ivan Provorov, Pudwak went uh, seventh. Yeah. Zach Wierenski went eighth. So yeah. there were some D men. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I, it's I, again. I, I would I give up four picks to try and get Connor Bedard? Yes, I would. Yeah, but I yeah, just I don't, I don't believe. See, yeah, I, I any nobody's trading. That I pick. think any of the thirty-two teams. In this league, if they landed number one, I think all of them would say we would take Connor Bedard. Plus, yeah. none of those picks are proven yet. Right. Of it's course. It's easy to pick it. Pick <laughs> it's easy started. to re- yeah, yeah, right, right. a couple of those busts in the first round. Yeah. Like would you trade Just Dylan look at who the Bruins Strom, took. Yeah. Dylan Strom. <laughs> uh, the Bruins, three picks yeah, that year. Dennis Gurionov, who's a good player. Jakob Zaboril. Zobril. That was a Boston, Boston pick. All three of those. All Boston three Boston. Picks. Well, DeBrusque, right? DeBrusque has been good, but not a, not a bust. But he's two hundred six and three fifty seven. He's all right. He's still in Strom. They basically had the same career. That's true. They both wanted to be traded last year. But the three the three consecutive picks that Boston had, uh, the three picks after them, I believe, if you still have it up, are yep. who Barzal, Kyle Connor, and uh, uh, yeah. So they took uh, how, how did I say Zaboral again? Zobril. DeBrusque and Sension. 
Oh, yeah. And then it was Barzal, Connor, Shabbat, Shabbat Svechnikov, yeah. Eric Sinek, Kellen White, Ilya Samsonov, uh, Brock Besser, Konechny. Yeah. Like, it goes on. Is, like, every pick after so that you has could, been a good NHL player. So you could NHL trade player. four first-rounders to for Connor Bedard, <laughs> but you might also land with guys who were like, who, how do you yeah. say his name? <laughs> I don't think I'd want to be the general manager that traded Connor Bedard. That's how you get fired. That, I wouldn't either. That's not only how you get fired, but that's also how you never get another job. Which yeah. is hard to do in the NHL. Which is very hard to do. If you have a job, you you might keep it for I mean, a while. Peter Cirelli keeps getting gigs. So, I mean, uh, look at Chuck John Fletcher Tortorella. keeps getting hired. I'm By going the way, GM-wise. on that thought, as a fat guy, I need to stick up for my guy, Boost Pedreau. Yeah. yeah. Piss on the Canucks. He is getting effed. They're li- like, literally, Bruce, Rick Toggett is on the air on TNT like, I haven't signed anything yet. <laughs> Screw you, guy. Dude. Bruce Boudreau is still there, getting emotional about being a hockey coach. Yeah, the any any the, guy that does an interview with wing sauce on his face record. is my guy. He's a winning record I, with Vancouver. I, you know, I look. If you know you're going to fire your coach, do just it. Put him out of his misery. Stop being a coward and he, just do oh, it. Oh yeah, he, absolutely. He, he was talking about how uh, he like wasn't on the ice for the morning skate or practice for like he came out a few minutes late and his wife called him in a panic. Just let the guy go. What are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah they all saying tonight's going to be his last game. Fire him. Just do, do it. it. Do, do it. Yeah. When, and if Tockett's not ready, you you take him out and you and you do like a Derrick King situation. You promote like the Hawks Jeremy did. Colleton for four games, and yeah, then you bring in Rick Tockett. Oh, I forgot. There about you that. go. He's their AHL coach. Yes. Bring up Jeremy <laughs> Colleton, you sacks of garbage. <laughs> Screw the Canucks. As long as this ownership group owns this team, I hope they never win. Anything. Oh, yeah. They're doing a, a great yeah. guy, not just coach. They're doing a great guy wrong. Well, how much, how much praise did they get for bringing in, uh, you know, Patrick Alvine and, and uh, Emily Gassonier to yeah. come in and be like, oh, look, yeah, at, all, look at all these like people. It does, yeah, it doesn't matter. When, when, when the ownership hovers over the team and, and, and doesn't give – the, the front office, the, the leeway to make the right decisions, this is what happens. And, Bruce and Bruger wasn't the guy that signed JT Miller, that stupid No, contract. it wasn't his problem. Uh, look, when you have your general manager coming out and basically saying, uh, yeah, we're already talking to other people as head coaches, if I was Bruce Bruger, I'd, said, I'd go into his offense and say, all right, hope you find your guy because I'm gone. I would have walked into the middle of that press conference and say, <laughs> I quit. Yeah, I would have pulled, pulled a – can't fire me, I quit. I, I would have pulled a uh, half-baked – F you, F you, <laughs> you're cool. F you, I'm out. That's what I would have done. Yeah, yeah. But they're doing him wrong, That's and you want to, you're going to so replace bad. him with Rick Tockett, who hasn't won shit as a coach in the NHL. Go for it. At least it gets him off my TV. Not to mention, take Paul Bizonet with you, so that that show is watchable. Are we just going to forget, by the way, the freaking gambling ring that Rick Tockett was running? Doesn't matter. And now. Doesn't matter now because Gretzky now with like doesn't matter. Gretzky doesn't matter. Doing? Gretzky's doing. Promos for yeah, and NHL is it's all bets. NHL has got got betting. Don't forget, it's, sign up you know. UCHGO when you sign up for DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's but just here's the thing: the Canucks are going to fire Bruce Boudreaux and they're going to hire Rick Tockett, and they're going to be simultaneously paying three head coaches Good. to miss the playoffs because they're still paying Travis Green to stay at home. So they're going to be paying three head coaches to miss the playoffs. You deserve it. Yep. Absolutely deserved all the uh, misery that is going to befall them. That's for damn sure. All right, why don't we do our uh, four stars of the game here? Uh, yeah, there was a game tonight. Yeah. There was a game tonight. Hey, you got some fun stuff like that. I always forget who I pick. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, three stars. You always of the get game. me fired up, and then we go to this. I'm like, who the hell did I pick? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, third star of the game for your Chicago Blackhawks was Sam Lafferty, a goal and assist. He was a plus three, five shots on goal, five hits, won 60% of his draws. Very good for him. Barbashev uh, for the uh, Blues had the Gordy Howe hat trick with the goalie assist in the fight. Uh, good game for him, obviously. And your number one star, no surprise. Big Dick himself, Jake and D- Jacob, uh, Jason Dickinson. Easy for you to say. I, I, yeah. the, I tried to get that joke out fast, and then I stumbled you over a, myself. You had a mouthful, mouthful there. Of <laughs> <laughs> mouthful of Dickinson. One goal, two assists, three points, and plus three uh, for Jason Dickinson. Uh, obviously a solid game for him. 0 for 6 from the faceoff dot, though. Ooh, so, um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Tough. Kind of weird. It's My four star of the game. It's going to go to a guy who's been playing his best hockey as a Blackhawk lately, and that is Seth Jones. Uh, picks up another point in this one. 25-06 of ice time. A shot, two more shot attempts, four hits, two takeaways, and a block shot. Just a solid, solid performance from the Blackhawks' number one defenseman who has really been kicking ass lately. And um, someone mentioned it the other night. Was he sort of feeling embarrassed about his performance in being named an all-star. I don't know if that was the case. I don't think he had anything to be embarrassed about. But since being named an all-star, he certainly has stepped up his game and he's been uh, probably the Hawks' best and most consistent player over this uh, pretty successful stretch here. Yeah, well, <laughs> when when he was named an all-star, uh, friend of the program, Ben Prope, Pope uh, asked him, you know, are, are you in favor of the rule that every team has to have a representative? Yeah. And <laughs> Seth was basically like, is that why I got there? <laughs> like, you know? uh, but no, I think, you know, I think Seth is, is taking it in a stride. Obviously, he understands he's not playing up to, you know, even his own standards. Uh, but but his recent stretch, yeah. uh, he, he's been playing very well. So, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, he's, he's going to go to the All-Star game. People are going to make their jokes. But, um, you know, he's, he's definitely... Uh, started to 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 really uh, live up to that you know number one defenseman uh, for this team standards that uh, that he sets for himself. Yeah, I've been very pleased with uh, Seth Jones' play over the last dozen games or so. Uh, I remembered who I picked, and that's because he scored for his second straight game. That's a goal scoring streak for good old number fifty two, hey. future Blackhawks captain Reese. Johnson, you want to talk about a guy that makes the most of his ice time? He played less than 10 minutes tonight, 9.46, the least amount of ice time on the roster, and he had a goal, two shots, four hits, a takeaway, a block shot, and won three out of five of his faceoffs. That is a very efficient night yep. for yes. Mr. Johnson, and uh, good for you. I, 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 there were a lot of people last year when Kyle Davidson signed Reese Johnson to a two-year concert contract extension a lot of people like well blah, blah, blah. we don't why do this guy he's a he's a rockford ice hog the dude does the dirty work gladly does dirty work and just goes out and has you know very effective games so good for him yeah uh reese johnson is a player that that kyle davidson and and luke richardson want to have on this team so i i have i have no problem <clears throat> with him playing the role that he has been this season um for for jokes that we make, like he's he's the quintessential fourth line guy that can go in there and 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 play the game that doesn't get any recognition. Uh, and then when Listen. he when he comes in and and you know makes the most of his less than ten minutes, perfect. Every Stanley Cup team winning team in the history of the sport has had at least one Reese Johnson type A player, player on like their that. Team. and exactly. his teammates love him. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. 
Uh, my four star of the night is uh, the. What, what what would be the word for him for for this show? Plucky, plucky, the plucky Colin Blackwell. <laughs> uh, we 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 like to to say that Colin Blackwell is the uh, embodiment of this Black Blackhawks team and this Blackhawks season. Just tries really hard and then falls over his own skates, <laughs> or you know dangles himself into a, a four on one and gets knocked over. But for all that said, Colin Blackwell had a had a really good game tonight. Um, got had a great assist, uh, great pass to set up the assist for Reese Johnson's goal. Uh, just over ten minutes of ice time tonight for Mister Blackwell. Uh, also had four hits, getting use out of that five nine hundred and ninety pound frame. Uh, good good game from him. He deserves some recognition. So I believe I don't think this is his first fourth star of the year. No, I gave but, it to uh, him a couple games ago. Okay, when he scored a goal, not often, but. You deserved it tonight. Yes, definitely. Yes, that's what we are here on uh, CHGO Blackhawks. We will uh, make fun of you when the situation calls for it, but we will also pump your tires when you deserve it. He's got four goals this year. He's going to catch Patrick Kane pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We'll get to him on it. We're trying to to trade him. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to him in 19 on the other side of this this break for sure. Uh, Jamie says, did I miss something? Did Jackson Stauber not get a star? Well, you, he did not get a four-star or a star of the game. However, however, it is time for our DraftKings King of the Game. And thank you for the assist, Jamie. Yes, Jackson Stauber is our DraftKings King of the Game. Three goals against, 28 saves, and 9.03 save percentage. It is his first career game and win. So congratulations to Jackson Stauber on a night he will never, ever forget. And remember, the NFL playoff action is continuing we're a step closer to Super Bowl 57, and for the NFL Divisional Round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 250 or 200 in free bets instantly. 200 not 250 Plus, all <laughs> new and existing customers can take a shot in an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details, and it is time for our DraftKings pick of the week. Yes, and we're going to keep rolling with some of those awesome football games going on tomorrow. This was one of the fun uh, pre like made parlay bets that you'll see when you log into your uh, DraftKings app. They'll usually have a lot of fun uh, same game parlays. This is actually what they call a same game parlay X because it's two same game parlays in the same bet. Basically this bet is called the field general bet. You can see it right there at the top of your app. Basically you're betting on all four quarterbacks in tomorrow's games to throw for at least two touchdown passes. So Brock Purdy, Doc Dak Prescott, sorry, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen, if they all throw for two or more touchdown passes, you're going to win a bet at plus 706. Those are pretty good odds. I like you that know, bet. I, offense, I'm jumping on that. NFL, man, they, like lots it. of passing going on, lots of touchdowns. They, the rules make it very easy to play offense these days. So two touchdown passes from each of the four starting quarterbacks. Uh, you bet ten dollars, you're getting seventy dollars back. That's I like those odds. That's good. That's a fun bet. Keeps you interested in all four games. Yep. Uh, so that is our 
DraftKings play of the week. The Field Generals same game parlay plus bet on the DraftKings. I'm doing it right now. There yeah. you go. See? And while you're doing that, Jay, uh, I will tell the good folks about our friends at ComEd and their energy efficiency program, which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. And within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, projected costs, uh, potential incentives, and a simple payback. So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. And if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment, you can call them at 855-433-2700, of course, during normal business hours. And speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. You can also email them, businessee at comed.com, or request an assessment online at their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. Tons of ways to get in touch with ComEd. All right, we've got 59 likes right now. Uh, if we get to 65, we'll do a bonus spin. How about that? 65. For 65 for a bonus pace spin. Pace of goals Connor McDavid is on this And season. we got some time, so we got to knock out some of these uh, super chats that we have neglected. Thank you, everybody, yeah, appreciate for it. sending super chats. We've got uh, two from Kayla, both for four ninety nine. Thank you, Kayla. She says, Cole Caulfield is out for the rest of the season with a right shoulder injury yes, and had surgery today. That is true. So watch Montreal as a team that could potentially – fall down the standings yeah, uh, pretty quickly. The tonight, well, they though. won they tonight, won tonight though. Cole. Yes, they did. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Kayla also says we need to calm down and finish the podcast before we flip a table or something. Uh, she went on to say we're getting mad about Bedreau and it hasn't happened yet. It's happening. Yeah, uh, supposedly yeah. tonight's his last he's Tonight getting, is, yeah, it's supposed to happen which, tomorrow Which or means their first game with Rick Tockett as their new coach will be Tuesday against the Chicago Blackhawks. That's right. Ew. Uh, Kayla also said she's not old enough to use the DraftKings, but that's okay. You're you're using your money wisely on your super chats, and we appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate yeah, it. thank you. And Region Rev with the two dollar super chat says if Bruce Pedrow is still here February February eleventh, get a Bruce chant he going. Won't he won't be, but we should do, do it, it anyway. anyway. Do it anyway. Yeah, do it anyway. I think yeah. it's more fun if he's not there. Troll, troll the Canucks as much <laughs> yeah, as possible. Go exactly. For yeah, we should do that. Well, thanks everybody for the super chats. We appreciate that. Thanks Big for time. those likes. Jeff. Yeah, we oh, crushed the likes. Man, we got 73. Wow, Let's get that. to 80 and we'll do an extra two <laughs> spins. So we'll there do four spins if we get to 80 likes. We get to 100, we'll show feet. CH, that's for my CHG Speak only for fans. yourself. No one wants that. <laughs> I love CHG I, I have to say, fans. though, uh, I think I stepped in something getting our pizza. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that until we started the show. <laughs> it doesn't smell bad. No, so. it's like some tar or something. Yeah. It's not Just t- taste it. <laughs> How many likes to taste it? <laughs> 5,000. <laughs> Actually, I was playing a game with myself. And, let me rephrase this. I was having a thought in the bathroom of the button is still in there. Yes, oh, it it's is. never leaving. What would, it, what would it take for you to just grab it? Oh, no. How much would I have to mm-hmm. give you to just reach in the toilet and grab it, knowing that everyone who works here and at Banner and everywhere else has urinated on said button 
Well, that means Marion Host has probably peed on it too. Probably though. a That's lot. True. Probably a lot less than you think. <laughs> Here's your two dollars. <laughs> nah, I have to at least get is right there. We're gonna have to get to at least subscribe. couple digits. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably uh, much more than I'll ever make in my life. Working. Really? I would. Nah, I do it for fifty. It's, it's gross. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, it's There's so a gross. sink right there. Fifty bucks? Yeah. The sink is right there. You just gotta grab the one to wash your hands. Throw it away and then wash your hands. Oh. We can't throw it away. <laughs> I'm not gonna put it on a shirt. Why Peeing won't be the same. Right. Why can't you throw it away? Give me fifty bucks. I'll take the button out and then you have to sew it on to one of your dress shirts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> deal. All right, oh all right for twelve bucks. All right, uh, I'm looking at sweet. you guys, very different. All right, one more like, and we got. Uh, come on, one more, and we'll get that bonus. Those, those two extra bonus spins. We're up to two right now. So let's update the tank standings, then we'll spin the wheel and go home. Has the show gone that fast? Really fast show. All right, uh, Columbus on top of the tank standings with 30 points in 46 games, uh, 31 and 47 for the Ducks, 32 and 44 for the Hawks, 33 and 46 for the Coyotes, and 37 and 47 for the Sharks. So there you have it. The Hawks currently third in the tank standings. Blue Jackets won the night, so that helps. Yeah, yeah, that that hurts. That takes away some of the sting. Even though there's no every, sting beating the Every blues. team has reached the 30-point mark. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations, everybody, <laughs> on, this, on the dubious task. We've done it. <laughs> All right. We've got uh, – now we have a total of five. No. F- well, yeah, yeah. No, four. Four total spins. Four, four spins. spins. Four spins. Right, we got four spins. Right. Now, remember, if they hit n- number one on one of the spins, we bank those spins. Yes. Bank, so we got to keep track of that. Spins. All right. So let's give it a first spin and see what happens. This, of course, courtesy of our friends at Tankathon. Ta 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 ta. Oh God, Detroit! We hate that. Detroit, Arizona, Columbus, Anaheim, Chicago. No, we won't be doing that. That's a nightmare. That's a nine-point jump, nine-spot jump for the Red Wings. That. All right, that's one. Scrap that one. Down to six. San Jose, Detroit, Columbus, Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago. No. This is bad. Tankathon has told us that being outside of the top five is your best bet to land one of the top two picks. Right. Well, Tankathon stinks. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> hey, they don't pay us anything. Exactly. That's why I can crap on them. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's right. reset that. We got to do. We got to do uh, two more here. All right. Two more. Three more. Two more. Two more. All right. Ugh. Man, we can't even crack the top. Columbus, four. Vancouver, Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago. All right, all right. Last one. Let's end on a. Let's end on a high let's note. A high let's get note that, the, that number one. Here we go. Hey! All right. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim, Woo. Arizona, San Jose. So there you go. USA. There we go. <laughs> awesome. All right, that was fun. That's a good way to end this. You beat the Blues. Jordan Bennington fills a diaper, and we get Bedard. And we so get good. The, yeah. Perfect. What a night. There we go. All right. We're going to wrap things up. We're back tomorrow night. Hawks play at 6 p.m., and we'll be on as soon as the game ends. As usual, a reminder, if you want to join us at our uh, CHGO Blackhawks takeover, you got to act quickly. This is not some ploy because ticket sales are slow. We're being honest with you. They are very limited They are tickets. going very, very quickly. It is a fantastic deal. Hawks, Coyotes at the United Center, February 10th. You get a ticket to the game. 
You get a CHGO hockey t-shirt, a, uh, an ex- a brand new design that no one has yet. You get to hang out in the Goose Island bar and get some free drinks. It's going to be an awesome, awesome night. Allchgo.com for details. Diehards, you save a significant amount of money, as you always mm-hmm. do on all things CHGO. So jump in. Now is a good time if you've been waiting to become a diehard because not only will you get the 20% discount on the event, you're going to get the free Hawk shirt for going to the event. You're also going to get a free shirt for signing up to be a diehard. You're basically paying for it's paying for itself yes, very quickly. Yeah, very, very fast. Yeah, yeah. so jump there. on it. Jump on it. It's going to be a great time. Jump and look, if you've it. got a ticket to the game already, like our buddy Charlie the Bacon Guy, come say hi. Yep, it's, yeah, not, a, it's not an yeah. exclusive private party. Uh, stop in and, and say hello in the Goose Island pub and hang out. And yeah. Do we know our section? Uh, 310. Yeah, we'll be in 310, so come by say hello. Yeah. Should be a lot of fun. All right, thanks, everybody. A ton of super chats tonight. A ton of likes. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We are so close to 24,000 subscribers. Please subscribe if you haven't already. 24,000? Yeah, we're getting over a thousand. Yeah, we'll be over a thousand in less than a month. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, weren't we just pushing 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 to hit 23? Now we're we're going for 24. Yeah, so if you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do so on your way out. Yeah, go for it. Get us to the Sam Lafferty. Yes. There you go. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow night on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.